morning, this Tuesday morning. Welcome to Kings at Home Daily. Uh, first of all, just to say that um, you've probably noticed it's a bank holiday week and uh, Thursday and Friday are bank holidays. So I'm going to be taking a break. So tomorrow will be the last one this week. We'll have a break Thursday, Friday and then resume uh, the following week. Okay, uh, right. Well, let's get to it. Let's pray and see what the Lord has for us this morning. Lord Jesus, thank you so much that you love us. Thank you for your great love for the world. You so love the world. You, Father God, you gave your own son that, who, that, that none should perish, but all should come to a knowledge of the Lord Jesus. Uh, Lord, thank you for this wonderful gospel as we we're looking yesterday at sober things the coming day of uh, of your appearing joy for many but sadness and grief for many too so lord i pray today would you speak to us afresh as we come to your word in jesus name amen uh, i we were looking yesterday at um the we're in the, we're at the end of chapter 14 and we we focused on those lovely words. Where were they? Um, verse 13, this blessed attitude. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. And uh, we were thinking of that. Uh, just just what a joy it is for us to be able to say no fear in, in death. Um, it reminded me of a song. I couldn't think what it was. Some of you probably thought about it. Of course, the song is uh, In Christ Alone. Yeah, might hey, we might even sing it later in the week. We'll see how we go. But you know those words: no guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Christ in me. From life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny. No power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me from His hand. Oh, what great words these are! Till He returns or calls me home, here. In the power of Christ, I'll stand. And as we go through Revelation, and we, you know, we come to the end of each of these visions, and there's the day of judgment. Uh, oh, it's awesome. We, we say so we don't often talk. It's, it's fearful. We don't talk about um, uh, judgment day very often. We, we would rather talk about the day of grace. Um, but of course, it is part. It, it makes grace all the more, more wonderful when we understand what we've been saved, redeemed from. So now we're starting on the next vision, which is starting in chapter 15. And uh, it's a vision of the, these, the bowls of, uh, of wrath, okay? Bowls being poured out on the earth. Now, what we're going to see here, as, you, as I read, listen out for... Uh, well, no, let me, well, I won't give, give the game away. What, what images, what, what other passages of Scripture come to mind when I read these verses. See if you can guess uh, where we're going with this. Are you ready? Chapter 15. I saw in heaven another great and marvellous sign, seven angels with seven last plagues, last because with them God's wrath is completed. And I saw what looked like a sea, there's one clue, of glass glowing with fire and standing beside the sea, those who have been victorious over the beast and its image and over the number of its name. They held harps. Oh, we're going to sing again. Uh, given to them by God. And they sang the, the, the song of God's servant Moses. There's another clue. 
and of the Lamb. Great and marvellous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways. Kings of the King of the nations, who will not fear you, Lord, and bring glory to your name? Wish I knew the tune to this song. Perhaps someone, anyway, perhaps someone should write a song uh, to it. For you alone are holy. All nations will come to you and worship before you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. After this I looked and I saw in heaven the temple, that is, the tabernacle, the dwelling place of the covenant law, and it was open. Out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues. They were dressed in clean, shining linen and wore golden sashes around their chests. One of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. And the temple was filled with the smoke from the glory of God and from his power. No one could enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go, pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land, and ugly festering sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea. It turned to blood. Are you getting the hints? Like that of a dead person and every living thing in the sea. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs of waters, and they became blood. You must have got it by now. Then I heard the angel in charge of the waters saying, You are just in these judgments, O holy one. You who are and who were, for they have shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets, and you've given them blood to drink as they deserve. And I heard the altar respond, Yes, Lord, God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun. The sun was allowed to scorch people with fire. They were seared with intense heat. They cursed the name of God who had control over these plagues, but they refused to repent and glorify him. The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. People gnawed their tongues in agony and cursed the God of heaven because of their pains and sores, but they refused to repent of what they'd done. And the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates. Its waters dried up to prepare the way for the kings of the east. Then I saw three impure spirits that looked like frogs. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are demonic spirits that perform signs, and they go out to the kings of the whole world to gather them for battle on the great day of the Lord Almighty. Wow, so it's quite a lot I read there, but did you get the imagery? Well, of course, it's Egypt. There's another exodus coming. That's what it's saying here. There's another exodus coming. So this, this vision, um, which is it, it, becoming intensified now, this, you, we get, as we go through the book of Revelation, yes, each vision covers the church age, but they get more, as it were, intensified as we go along. And, 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 and so what we've got here, uh, I think what it's, what it's really saying is, yes, there's another exodus coming, the Song of Moses and so on. In fact, you could say the first exodus pointed to the real exodus. Um, was a picture of uh, the final exodus but there's a new exodus coming it all began the whole vision began verse 2 I saw what looked like a sea of glass and of course I told you before in, in, in uh, Revelation sea uh, uh, on the earth is, is uncontrolled and unpredictable but before the throne of God it's peaceful be still that, and uh, say we've got the Song of Moses, um, that, uh, beautiful, and we've got the, the plagues of Egypt. 
Um, and uh, so what, is, what are the implications of this for us? Well, yes, firstly, there's a new exodus. Let's not lose sight of that. That's the, the big theme of these. But also, I think it tells us that things are not random on the earth. When, this is a hard thing to say, when there are disasters, when uh, bad things happen, when there are tragedies on the earth, these are God's way of, God allows them in order to bring people to repentance. Did you spot that? They refuse to repent. They refuse to repent. They refuse to repent. It, it, it is the mercy of God that delays the coming of the Lord Jesus. It's the mercy of God because he, oh, that people would repent because at his coming, we, we saw yesterday, it, oh God, a fearful day, those people who don't know the Lord. And, and so it's the mercy of God. And so God allows these, the, 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 these disasters, um, things to happen around the world. God allows these things to take place in order that people would stop, consider their ways, bend the knee and, and give their lives to the Lord Jesus. But there's this sense of stubbornness that pervades. Um, so tomorrow I've got something lovely for us. All oh, my time's nearly gone because we've got another of those precious pauses to, re to encourage the saints in difficult days. So please join us tomorrow uh, as we look at that. But and we might sing as well. But Lord, we commit ourselves to you for the day ahead. Lord, we do live with a wonderful sense of anticipation. One day, one of these days, there, 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 there's a, a new day coming, Lord. There is a new exodus coming. You're going to make all things new. You're going to uh, bring us into the, the, the land of promise. Your presence one day. And new heaven, new earth. Lord, we want, to, we want to live for your glory meanwhile. We want to serve you well. Lord, I pray you will help us to live with with one eye as it were on the future and not to become so absorbed with this world that we lose sight of our true destiny so go with us lord i pray help us in our witness may we be a blessing wherever we go in jesus name amen god bless overshot a bit do join us tomorrow and we might even sing bye now